Hi, my name is Ali and I'm one of the priests at St. James's Church in Alperton and this is the sermon in English for this Sunday, the 21st of August 2022. And we're going through the books of Luke and the book of Hebrews at the moment, so I'm going to be concentrating on our Hebrews reading today. Let me just pray, collect our thoughts before we start. Father God, thank you for our readings today. And we ask, Father, that you would speak to us as we look at these readings. That you would grow in our hearts your gifts. And that we would learn more of you and be made more like you today. Amen. So our readings are Luke 13, 10 to 17. It's the story of the lady who's healed on the Sabbath from a weakness. And our Hebrews reading is Hebrews 12. It's 18 to 29. Hebrews 12, 18 to 29. And I'm going to read that for us now. You haven't come, after all, to something that can be touched, a blazing fire, darkness, gloom and whirlwind the sound of a trumpet and the voice speaking words which the hearers begged not to have to listen to anymore. They couldn't bear the command that if even a beast touches the mountain it must be stoned. The sight was so terrifying that even Moses said, I'm trembling with fear. No, you have come to Mount Zion, to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem. You have come to where thousands and thousands of angels are gathered for a festival, to the assembly of the firstborn, whose names are written in heaven. You have come to God, the judge of all, to the spirits of righteous people who have been made perfect, and to Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, and to the sprinkled blood, which has better words to say than the blood of Abel. Take care that you don't refuse the one who is speaking. For if people didn't escape when they rejected the one who gave them earthly warnings, how much more if they turn away from the one who speaks from heaven? At that point, his voice shook the earth, but now he has issued a promise in the following words. One more time I will shake not only the earth, but heaven as well. The phrase, one more time, shows that the things that are to be shaken, that is, the created things, will not be taken away, so that the things that cannot be shaken will remain. Well then, we are to receive the kingdom that cannot be shaken. This calls for gratitude. That's how to offer God true and acceptable worship, reverently and with fear. Our God, you see, is a devouring fire. I was reading from this. The Bible for Everyone. It's a translation from the Greek by Tom Wright. I'll use this and I'll also use our New Living Translation, which we're more used to at St. James, in my preach. So I want to tell you about uh, my training, which was a long time ago now. When I was trained as a priest, I went forward as a pioneer. A pioneer position was supposed to encompass a priest plus a missionary. A priest, as I'm sure you know, looks after the flock of God's people, leads communion and reminds people of their forgiveness. 
A pioneer, on the other hand, looks at how the church reacts with culture, how the gospel speaks into culture, and how the church can grow within each culture and community. These are obviously really broad brushstrokes, and there is more to being a priest, and there is much more to being a pioneer, but you get the general idea. One seems to be more inward-looking, that's the priest, towards the church community, and the other looks more at the community where the church is found. The plan was that I was taught everything I needed to be a priest, and then more on the top. A priest is perfect just as they are, and my starting point is always as a priest. But to be a pioneer for me is priest plus. My training was great. The title of priest plus fits me perfectly, but they are very different callings held together. Our Hebrews reading, the writer puts side by side the story of Mount Sinai and the story of Mount Sinai. Like my calling, they sound like opposites, and yet they speak of the same God and the same power. The story of Mount Sinai can be found in Exodus 19. Please do read it. It's the story of when God gives Moses the Ten Commandments. The people prepare to meet God for three days, and then God descends onto the mountain in the form of fire, our NTL Bible says, and the smoke billows like the smoke from a brick kiln and the earthquake and there's a sound of a horn gets louder and louder and the people tremble and God is awesome in his holiness. Sinai on his own is enough. It's a perfect illustration of a holy God, his power and yet his kindness. He's so holy that if an animal touches the mountain, they put a rim round the mountain, says this far and no further. If an animal goes over that, they are to be killed. And yet God promises to be their God forever. In my mind, it is a bit like priestly ministry. The authority is scary. The cure of souls for a parish is a weight and an authority that you don't pick up easily. For every priest, though, the journey is the same. God speaks and says, will you? And we say yes. To refuse seems to be folly. That is the only thing you need to be a priest. Caring for God's people, however, will make you doubt yourself daily. It seems to lay all your faults out for everyone to see and sometimes comment on, which watching, but watching people grow in their gifts and in their confidence and knowing God more is awesome and it is enough. Mount Zion, if we take our other hand, the city of the living God is described in verses 22 to 24 of the Hebrew reading. I think it describes us at St. James. We are a place that points to heaven, the heavenly Jerusalem. Did you know angels worship with us? Tom Wright calls it angels worship ready for a festival. And that is our Sunday morning. In fact, in our communion prayer, we say that we lift our voice to join the eternal song of heaven. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might. It's incredible. 
Oh, thank you, Jesus. We sing with angels. And we come as assembly of God's firstborn. What does that mean? Well, it's another reminder of Exodus where God's firstborn are marked by the blood of the Lamb on their doorposts. And it saves them from the plague that kills the Egyptian firstborns. We are his, marked by the blood of the Lamb. And we sing with angels. Thank you, Jesus, too much. We come to God himself, just as he invited the Israelites at that Mount Sinai. He is judge of the living and the dead, the dead he has made perfect and will make perfect in Jesus. In verse 24, he's our mediator. It's like pioneer ministry. Sounds like a completely different God. On the one hand, we have God of the mountain. Don't go over that fence or you're dead. And on the other hand, we've got a God who lets us sing with angels. He mediates for us. And he marks us as his own. And he saves us. They do sound like two different gods. We come to God himself just as he invited the Israelites at Mount Sinai. He is judge of the living and the dead. The holiness is still there. The power is still there. But now there is a new layer. Just like my training, the priestly is still there, but now there is a plus. What is that plus? Our mediator. We come remembering the sprinkled blood which speaks forgiveness. So it's not a different God. It's not a the God of the Old Testament is a vengeful God and the God of the New Testament is a loving God. No, all that power and all that authority is still there and then on the top we find our mediator building on that power, still with all that power but inviting us in. Do you remember Abel's blood? It's mentioned in our Bible reading. The first murder victim in the Bible. His blood called for vengeance in our New Living Translation. Jesus, everything is new. And Jesus' blood speaks forgiveness. Thank you, Jesus. It's a beautiful truth. The opposite of vengeance forgiveness. My training didn't stop at priestly pastoral service. We were taught the history of mission. We were taught about how Christians throughout history have grappled with context and with mission. How Christians have worked on what's gone before and moved it to new places and done interesting things. The priestly wasn't taken away. The authority wasn't softened. A new layer was added, and that new layer was always going to be added. Jesus was always going to come. Hebrews was pointing to this new layer. The old is not done away with, or scrapped as yesterday's news. No, it's built on. Yes, God is holy, so holy, and the mountain and the thunder point to his awesomeness. None of that is taken away. And yet there is more because of Jesus. Jesus is the way. 
Thank you, Jesus. Because of his blood and mediation, we can meet with God in his holiness. The power is still there, only now there is a way in. In our Luke reading, there's a lady who's been bent over with a weakness for 18 years. And she's at the temple on the Sabbath. Woman, I beg you, you are healed of your sickness. When the holy awesomeness of God, that same power that shook the mountain, meets our very true selves in all our weakness, he has the power to speak new truth. You are healed. He changes who we are. I say again, that awesome power of the Old Testament God has not been tamed or softened. We are allowed in. How amazing is that God? Thank you, Jesus. How great is the kindness of Jesus. This God of the mountain who heals with the word speaks to you. How will you approach him? How will you hear him? And when you do, what will you do with what you hear? Tom Wright speaks of thankfulness. We come to God with gratitude. Because of Jesus, we have a way in. We can sing with our brothers and sisters, Oh, there's nothing better than you. Oh, there's nothing better than you. Lord, there's nothing. Nothing is better than you. What more could we want? Thank you, Jesus. Let's pray. Father, thank you that you did not strip back who you were or who you are, but you make us holy. Thank you, Jesus, for making a way in for accepting us and calling to us. Thank you that you speak to us now. Father, give us ears to hear what you are saying and the fear to do as you want. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, St. James. Have a lovely, lovely week. Meet as usual at 10.30 after breakfast at 10 o'clock on a Sunday morning. See you then.